0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 35 of Misconceptions. I'm your host, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. And since the beginning of season two, a couple of episodes ago, I have noticed an influx of new subscribers and followers on our Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and I just want to take a moment and say hello to all of you new listeners. Welcome to our show. We are very flattered that you listen to us, and uh, we love you. So thank you for listening to our show. We are... Still a pretty small show, we're growing, and there are lots of different ways you can support us. Uh, the first way is you could go to iTunes, you could look us up, and you could leave a rating and review on iTunes. This shows people what you like about the show, it shows people that you know it's a popular show and other people listen to it. So if you want to do that, if you want to help us out and grow our show a little bit, uh, please go leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, another way you can support us is with your money. Uh, We have a Patreon, and our Patreon helps pay for our hosting fees, our audio block subscription, and in the future, we would like for it to pay for even more things that will make this show better. So, if you like Misconceptions, if you want to help us grow, those are the two ways you can do that. Rating review on iTunes, and by monetary subscriptions on Patreon. Well, this is a good episode, so I don't want to take away from it anymore, so I'm going to let you all loose. Have fun in there.
1: This Lisa woman is my favourite person on the planet and my least favourite person on the planet. I mean, would it be so hard to just answer a question without sending me on a mission to mess something up every single time that I go and ask her for a simple thing, like finding a missing child? Would that be such an issue for her to help me with? Of course it would. Of course I have to go clear whoever these people are in the woods. I don't even know who they are or what the issue is going to be. And I'm completely alone, and there's a child out there that's wandering multiple children, and... <sighs> I don't know. I'm at a complete loss. But also, she's pretty cool.
0: Previously on Misconceptions, uh, the crew got back together after being, not separated, but uh, on their own for about a month and a half after a very climatic episode at the Golden Flamingo Casino. They got together at Esther's Bar, Morty's Pub, um, uh, to kind of reconnect and celebrate Morty's reopening uh, and while they were there, they discussed some things. They found a portal to a secret room that had a strange symbol on it that they recognized from, you know, all their adventures and exploring together. And then when they came back through the portal, they found that one of Faye's children from school was missing, and they decided to do some investigating about that, with Faye going into the city park to find the mysterious Lisa, uh, a lady who had been connected to a disappeared child before. Carrie went, er, Carrie Esther went to talk to Muhammad, a friendly lawyer who had helped out with such a case before, and Bill and Rin went to the tenement building of the father of the most recent missing child. And as this episode opens up, um, I assume we're going to open up with Faye, Okay, So, Faye, you are trekking through the city park, but at this point, it is not the city park yet. You are in a dense jungle. The trees are pressed tightly against you. The shrubbery and the grass is overgrown. Uh, But as you walk, you hear the sounds of sirens in the distance, the sound of cars, uh, the sound of distant chatter. You are getting closer to the city park and back into... What you know as the mundane world, um, but as you are walking, you are heading north because that is where uh, Lisa told you this disturbance was. She told you that in order to get some information about this kid, you needed to clear out some people that were s- residing in like the north part of the park um, and so as you as you're getting there um. I guess I want to ask you uh, who, who is squatting in this park? Who is the person or persons that you have, are being sent to clear out? Because I want you to make a, uh, a hard choice. Because City of Mist is all about making hard choices. You have to choose between your mythos and your logos, or your logos and your logos, or your mythos and your mythos, or even your crew theme. Uh, your crew theme is finding out the truth is more important than our personal issues. Um, so I want you to think about how could this scenario, how could it pit you against yourself, one of your one of your themes, or even your crew theme? How, who is there, and how would it affect Faye?
1: Um. So I'm gonna say. That the people that are there are kids, like, young teenagers who are homeless for various reasons. Um, Either it's, you know, parents have passed away or parents that, like, are unfit parents and they've just kind of run away from their homes. Um, But for some reason or another, these people have kind of escaped the system and are homeless and needing a place to be. And so they've taken the comfort of the forest.
0: Okay.
1: And the protection of it.
0: Okay. And so as you you are trekking through the the city park and as it kind of, you know, the trees thin out, you're getting back more to, like, the actual park, um, you come up on a, uh, I guess, a clearing, as it were, um, you're on the edge of this clearing and you see all this trash littered about. And in the middle of this area, you see it's not necessarily like Eeyore's home, but it kind of is because it's just like a bunch of planks and plywood kind of pressed together to make this kind of roof that somebody would live in. Um, and from where you're standing, you can't see who would be inside this, this lean to, uh, but you do see the evidence of all their littering. And you know, this is. You can see why Lisa would want this area cleared out because it is affecting and the grass is dying and things just don't look good here. Uh, so you walk up, you don't see anybody, it's still all quiet, but you see this, this area that you're supposed to clear out.
1: Hello? Is there anyone there?
0: You don't hear a response.
1: She starts looking around.
0: Okay. Um, what exactly are you looking for?
1: Um, any of the kids or like signs of where they are or went or. Anything?
0: Okay. Um, sure. Go ahead and roll a uh, investigate.
1: Okay. Um, snooping around. Um, and then, can I argue to use looks harmless? Because if they are there, and, like, are hiding because they don't know who I am.
0: Um, sure.
1: Cool. Okay, so two. Ten.
0: Ten? Okay. So you, on a ten plus, you get two clues um, so what, what questions do you want to ask
1: okay so first question is like are they here in hiding or like have they left anything that would lead me to where they would want
0: to be there okay. um, so your first question is are they here yes so as you kind of crane your head around you see a shape move in the in the shadowy silhouette of the shack Um, you can't tell how many people are in there, but you do know at least somebody is in that area.
1: I don't think I have a second question yet.
0: So you want to bank your clue? Yeah. So if you bank your clue, it has to be related to you snooping around this area and it has to be connected to, I mean, whatever you would find here, what information you would find here.
1: Okay. Let me bank it.
0: Okay. You're going to bank it. Okay. Okay. So you do some snooping around. Um, you look into the shack, as it were, and you do see somebody is in there.
1: Hi. What's your name?
0: You see a head kind of appear from uh, the darkness. Uh, kind of looks a little rough, a little dirty, dirt on his cheeks. Um, uh, Scott.
1: Fay sits down on the ground. Hi, Scott. Um my name is Fay. I'm just here to to talk to you. Do you have other friends with you?
0: He looks into the shack behind him. No, it's it, it's just me.
1: Wow, it's just you making this whole mess? You don't have anybody else who lives here with you?
0: He looks around at the, the trash a little bit. What do you what do you want?
1: I just want to talk to you about maybe keeping this place a little cleaner or maybe finding a new home.
0: This is our home.
1: What happened to the home you grew up in? It sucked. Hmm. I get that.
0: Here we get to make our own rules. I mean I, I get to make my own rules.
1: Oh. Right, just you, in this in this whole space, making your own rules. What kind of rules do you have?
0: Something shuffles behind him. Uh, it, it's just whatever, all right, old lady. It's just whatever.
1: Oh, lady, <laughs> she like pokes her head around him. Hi, I I see you back there. What's your name?
0: Uh, it's another boy. Uh, he's f- tucked further in there. You see a couple of faces um but he he doesn't he doesn't really respond but uh scott says that's that's x-man x-man yeah that's like that's the name we gave him right
1: oh okay i think that's a great name
0: and x-man speaks up yeah that's my name
1: (laughs) well good i love your name so why do y'all like living out here
0: because nobody hurts us out here.
1: Hmm. So, do you know that, like, plants have feelings?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Scott looks back into the din of darkness where his friends are. He turns around. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, plants have feelings, and they don't like when you put trash on them
0: x-man talks up man this chick sounds like a teacher
1: yes i am a third grade teacher
0: and they like shuffle uncomfortably in the darkness because <laughs> nothing makes or te- er, teenagers more comfortable than teachers also nothing makes teachers more comfortable than teenagers
1: <laughs> accurate <laughs> don't worry you're not in trouble but you have to be nice to the home that you live in don't you want to keep it nice
0: yeah, but it's 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 like our home, all right? Like, we, we want it like this. We like it like this. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you
1: like living in the forest?
0: Yeah, we're like, we can do whatever we want, man. We're like, we're like our own, uh, and X-Men. We're like the Lost Boys. And, uh, Scott looks at him like, yeah, yeah, we're like the Lost Boys.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Lost Boys are pretty cool. I feel like they kind of, like, you know, built a thing to protect them from, like, the cold, and they, like, cleaned up a lot.
0: What do you think this is? And he, like, taps the shack, and, like, one stick from the top, like, falls down the side. (laughs) Was not well placed.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's wonderful handiwork that you've done here. I see you put a lot of hard work into it. I just wonder if you could put more hard work into your home.
0: Did the police send you? A voice that you have not seen a face says from inside the uh, the lean-to.
1: A police of sorts.
0: They all shuffle uncomfortably and talk.
1: Do y'all see the police a lot?
0: I mean, police don't care about us. They've never helped us before. That's why we're here.
1: Do they know you live here?
0: No. We're going to keep it that way.
1: Hmm. How are you going to keep it that way?
0: I don't... Like, Scott shuffles uncomfortably. I don't, I don't know, just stay away from the cops. You know, keep our, keep our heads low or whatever.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, cops care about the environment, too. And they come and clean up messes when there's messes in the park. What makes you think that you leaving a mess here won't draw the cops?
0: I mean they haven't come yet. They don't they don't care about us. They never have.
1: They may not, but they do care about their citizens and they care about whether or not the place that they pay for is clean.
0: <laughs> Whatever. All right. Like what what are you why are you here? All right?
1: I'm here because I have to be, because I have no other choice, and because if you don't clean up this space, then somebody else is going to get hurt. And considering you all care about each other and care about people being hurt, I thought maybe you would care with me.
0: Why don't you uh, roll a go toe-to-toe? I see this as you kind of uh, arguing your point. Um, And I guess it would be you going toe-to-toe with Scott, you know, trying to use your words to um, draw them out of their area or whatever. Not a convince? No, uh, because I think, so the way I see it, it could be a convince, but I see it as a go toe-to-toe because you're you're having this argument with Scott. And so he's very set in what he wants to do, but maybe you're trying to convince the other kids okay. to, like... Come out Um I mean If you If you want to roll a convince You could do that as well
1: Uh Sorry No I can roll that That's fine Um Looks harmless Wants to do good
0: Okay So with a plus two So does this go toe to toe
1: Yeah Um eleven
0: so on a go to do, you get to choose two of those. You achieve your goal, uh, you get them good, you give them a status, or you block, dodge, or counter their best attempts.
1: Okay, so I want to achieve the goal, um, and I want to, like, fully convince the crew so that when he tries to, like, fight back, that the whole crew is like, no, nah, man.
0: Okay. X-Man's like, I mean... Well, the cops do come, man. They're going to just send us right back to where we were. Scott says, No, we're waiting here, man. They're going to come get us. I know they are. And X-Man replies, But what if the cops get here first? And you see some X-Man, like, step out. Maybe we should just go. Maybe, you know, like, we weren't supposed to be here forever. Like, we can keep moving around. Scott says, the more we move around, the more likely it is that we're just going to get caught and thrown back in the system. And Man, I don't want my old man beating up on me anymore. That's what this is supposed to be all about. It's supposed to be us being free and and doing whatever the hell we want, man. Next man says, I don't know, man, it's just kind of sucks and then some of the, the other kids come out of the shack uh, but Scott is just kind of sitting at the, the front of the shack not wanting to, to leave
1: Scott I'm not saying you have to leave here I'm just saying you have to keep it clean I can help you clean I can help you keep it in order
0: I don't need help from an adult I can do it myself if you want to take them just go alright it's fine I'll just be by myself it's, it's better that way anyways X-Men's like come on S don't be like that no man just, just go alright it's fine it's whatever and x man kind of looks at you and looks at the like other five kids standing in the clearing with him do, do you have anywhere for us to go
1: Yes I do It'll be tight But we'll get some sleeping bags on the way
0: Okay I
3: do (laughs) There's a sigh heard from a
0: (laughs) 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 Somewhere else in the city Esther feels a pang of regret (laughs) She doesn't know why
1: So Scott is coming with them now
0: No, Scott is staying there.
1: Okay. Um, So as they walk off, Faye's going to turn around. Scott, if you ever change your mind, and she, like, writes her cell phone number on a piece of paper and gives it to him. If you ever change your mind, here's my number, and I'll be back to check on you.
0: Okay, he, like, just tears it out of your hand and just, like, drops in and flutters onto the ground next to him. Just get out of here, all right? It's, it's my place now.
4: <laughs> he litters
1: immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you! Okay. Boys, I will be back in 30 minutes. I need you to clean up the space. I need you to get your stuff together, whatever stuff you have, and then you will come with me, okay? And I will be right back, I promise. And if you have any issues, my number is on the ground over there.
0: Okay. And they like just start like it's picking up like Coke cans and just plastic bags and paper bags and stuff, and starts picking up the area a little bit. So Faye, where are you going?
1: Um, to talk to Lisa.
0: Okay. So you walk back through the forest. Uh, eventually, the sounds of rushing vehicles and uh, you know the city fade away. You walk into the dense forest. Mist starts to billow at your feet. Um, and before long, you find Lisa reclining on a, like, a hammock, almost stretched between two trees, and she is just laying there.
1: I did what you asked. What's my clue?
0: You did not do what I asked.
1: I did what you asked.
0: So his children are still there.
1: They're leaving with me once you give me my clue. I can't do it all at once. I'm only one person.
0: Nature is... Very cruel Sometimes it can be Gentle But whenever nature Is tempered with We lash back out There's still Too much Of the city Still in you and not enough of nature.
1: That was not the deal. I asked for a clue.
0: I am changing the deal. As she says that, she, like, gets up on her feet and, like, the, the leaves of the tree rustle, almost like a breeze rushes through this area of the forest. I am not someone you can come to and ask questions about. I gave you a choice to join me or join them Zim who have no respect for our domain. For my domain.
1: You are a despicable person. All you care about is your own power over nature. You don't care about nature or the people who live it. Those boys needed this space and you didn't care about them so I will never join you in your despicable ways you don't care about anything but yourself how dare you change your agreement knowing full well that it is hurting so many people
0: I expected more from you darling no you didn't she turns and walks into the mist
1: Faye turns and walks off.
0: Okay. So you walk, and you come back to the clearing. The boys have picked up uh, some of the trash. Scott is still sitting cross-legged, arms crossed, very angry and grumpy, staring out at the kids. Uh, And you see that, like, there's a ring of trash around the shack that, like, none of the boys have gone and, like, messed with. Um, And so as they... They're picking up, and they have, like, not, not, not necessarily duffel bags, like like a, a, a plastic grocery bag with, like, some dirty clothes in it. Um, and the five of them, X-Man at the front is standing there, and as you come through the bushes, he looks up. Uh, you, you came back.
1: Yeah, I do that.
0: Cool. He smiles a little.
1: Okay, so before I leave the forest, I want to use my clue. Is there okay. anything that would show, like, where they're from or any connections they may have to anything in the city?
0: Um, so your question, your question is, like, where are they from in the city?
1: Yeah, anything that, like, families, parts of the city they were from... Anything that would identify them, besides X-Men and
0: Scott? Um, it's obvious that they are from low-income families. Um, very similar to Johnny. Uh, he was from very low-income family. Um, there is... It doesn't... Well, let me think. They might be from the same neighborhood, but it looks like they have been taken from different parts of the city. Uh, but different parts of the city that are all about the same economic status
1: okay.
0: um, so it's not like these boys came from the same place they just came from different places, came here together and made a community with each other um, yeah, that, that's, your, that's your clue
1: Okay. Um, alright boys, whenever you're ready to leave, Scott, you are always welcome to join us, if you ever want to we can head back it's a bit of a trek, so be ready to walk I didn't drive over.
0: Nope. I would assume you took a, like, a public transportation or something.
1: Yeah, probably. So we'll, like, bus back over. Yeah. Um, so Faye leads them to the bus to okay. go. And as they're going, she texts Esther, hey, couldn't get anything out of Lisa, bringing home how many? Uh, five. Five. Bringing home five kids
0: Sorry <laughs> <laughs> <And> Esther <laughs> You get this text somewhere else in, Oh actually I guess you get it in your bar So you you send that text And then it cuts to Esther very quickly getting this text What, what, what do you do?
3: Um, Esther looks down at her phone
1: What the hell?
0: <laughs> Cut away from Esther Back to <laughs> Faye getting the kids onto the bus X-Man is the last to get onto the bus and he turns to Faye and says, "Ma'am, thanks, thanks. And uh, I'm I'm sorry about Scott. I mean, he's he's just he's a he's a dick sometimes. Uh, but I mean, we just come from bad places. And we had heard about these kids, you know, like kids that take control of their own destiny and they do whatever they want. And they they're called the Rat Pack." Uh, and I mean, I guess Scott had heard of him. I had heard of him, and you're we just kind of looking for him, like we wanted to, you know, to be like that. But I, I don't know. I guess we're not like that.
1: Well, don't worry. We will keep working on Scott. I haven't given up on him yet, and <laughs> we'll see what happens.
0: You're a cool lady
1: Thanks And like all Faye is thinking about is like How much have I lost um, And she also sends a quick text to Ren That says Check out quote The Rat Pack
0: Okay And then you get onto the, uh, the bus with x Men. Um, so as you do Do you think any of that interaction or anything Put a crack in any of your themes
1: Yeah, if Lisa counts as nature, then it would be a fade in nature. A
0: fade, yeah, yeah.
1: Because um, my other ones are teacher, activist, which I feel like I was more activist in that scenario. Yeah. And maiden. Mm-hmm. So maybe a fade in nature if Lisa is, like, encompassing nature.
0: I definitely think she is okay. an embodiment of nature in a way. Great. So, yeah. So your first Fade in Nature is a Friend of Mine.
1: Is that the first game Fade? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exciting.
0: Oh, gosh. I'm so stressed. Okay. Who do we we cut to next? So I assume Faye is taking care of all that. You also had a meeting that you were going to do with Linda for lunch. Uh, And you, the two boys, uh, Ren and Bill... Of course, those are the only two boys on the podcast. But uh, y'all went and did, like, you're investigating there. Uh, I don't necessarily know if Bill gave Wren a ride back, because the last words Bill said to Rin were find, <laughs> find, a, find your own ride. Uh, so I don't know if y'all wanted to meet at the uh, bar and meet with Linda. Uh, Esther is already there. But I would think let's go ahead and go to the meeting with Linda unless... Rin and Bill have like something pressing they wanna look into. Okay.
4: Ren doesn't really have anything though. Unless something changed and something showed up on the camera that we should know about. No, like y'all y'all just placed
0: that camera. Yeah.
4: So really there was no other lead. That was that was what we had
0: to accomplish. Kay. Okay. Okay. Um, so Bill and Rin, you come to Morty's Bar, uh, Esther. They walk through your your front door and into the bar. And James is in the back, like, I guess, doing inventory stock, getting ready for, you know, I don't know if you have anybody that comes at lunch, but maybe getting ready for the the nighttime.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to have my back towards the door. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I hear it open, I'm going to turn around quick and say, what can I get? Oh, it's just you. (laughs)
2: You're in an awfully cheery mood today.
3: Business is slow.
2: Well then. Um, I'll take you. a H2O on the rocks, please. That'll help your business. You're the worst. You're the worst
4: person I know. Have you had a kombucha? Do you have do you have that here? Yep. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, yeah. Can I have a cup of that, Carrie? <laughs> do you know what kombucha no. is? <laughs> <laughs> I was it's,
3: like, hmm.
4: It's fermented green tea.
3: Faye keeps trying to start that here, but no.
4: Just, uh, just give me a, a tea.
3: You want tea? Tea. At a bar.
4: Yeah. You have tea?
3: Yeah, we have tea.
0: Okay, go have tea.
3: Here's your tea.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and as that interaction is going on, it I realized as I was editing the past two episodes that we didn't ever describe what Ren looks like. So, Zach, what does Ren look like? Well, let me tell
2: you real quick. Uh, now, Ren is. Uh, this five foot tall, very skinny looking, very lanky looking dude. Um, or not five foot tall, like five eight or something. Okay, I okay. Was Like that kid is a shrimp. <laughs> uh, he's five foot eight or something. Yeah. Okay. Um. I was to say six foot, but that's not right. Uh, but he's this very lanky looking dude, and he's really just in all black. He's, he's got black pants on, and then he's got a hoodie, uh, and the hood is most most always on even if he's inside um, and he's always got some sort of um, they don't quite look like sunglasses but they also don't look like reading glasses they look like some kind of high-tech glasses that um, you've most people haven't ever seen before But so he's got that and then with the hood you can kind of see this blue light that's kind of like fading uh,
0: through it and so um yeah. Okay. Uh do we also see like his like scars on his on his uh scalp and things? Or are those kind of tucked underneath his hood? Those those are tucked underneath,
2: but you can see some scars on the front of his uh okay. on, on his forehead, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Um three of y'all get there, and you get your drinks. Um a little while later uh Linda walks in. Linda is, um, she has black hair. It's pulled back into a ponytail. Um, she is wearing jeans with some holes in them. Um, I don't know, some spaghetti strap or something on, uh, as she walks in and she has this, uh, messenger bag slung around her shoulder or slung around her hip
2: Talking
0: <laughs> She had the messenger bag before you did. (laughs) But she she walks in, uh, looks around. She is holding a coffee from Mars Bucks, and she looks around. Like what you did with the place. Do
3: you mind throwing that out? The coffee? Obviously.
0: I do mind, but thanks for asking. And she takes a sip, and she walks and moseys on up to the bar. Alright. Yeah what was your hole, question? Are right? the holes for style or the holes for wear? Uh you can't really tell. <sighs> maybe, maybe a little of both. Maybe maybe they had fashionable holes and maybe later they were worn. Yes and Yes and
3: When she sits <laughs> down at the bar, does she set her coffee down?
0: No, she holds it. She she like rests her left <laughs> shoulder on, and she holds her right hand way out here. No, she she does rest her left arm on the the bar, but she keeps drinking. All right, I see three of the four stooges. Um, are we waiting for the fourth to get here, or uh, what's going on?
3: I'm really waiting for you to throw that out. I don't come into your place of work and read another newspaper. Or watch another news station on my phone.
0: Yeah, you've never been to my work, but these two did. And they got me involved in some armed shootout downtown. You're the one who
2: sent us there.
0: You came asking where Jimmy. I took
3: you. Where Jimmy the Butcher was Do I know about this
2: You didn't have to take us But you took us anyways And then you took us To a really sketchy doctor
0: And seedy part of town Hey Dr. Swinehart is a great guy Don't talk about him like that Uh, He was a very nice gentleman
2: (laughs) Right here in her bag
0: (laughs) You say Do you know about this Esther Mm -hmm. She says yeah chrome do over here we might as well change his name to mr trigger happy mm. i can see it <laughs> but anyways i have places to be you know news stories to crack mafias to take down <laughs> what do we need to How's talk that
3: about that working for you
0: she takes a sip of her coffee it's going damn great
2: Could always brainstorm with us and just tell us
0: all the oh. you know
2: things you're working
0: God, on. why am I here? You called me at three o'clock last night in the morning. That's why I have this coffee.
3: You called me at three o'clock last night in the morning. Oh, I don't think the coffee's
1: working.
0: Where are you, Tessa?
1: I can't come. I have five children.
0: <laughs> enter, enter, Tessa, mother duckling style. <laughs> You know, if you lose your nature theme, you could be Mother Goose. <laughs> there you go. I'm not gonna lose my nature theme. Uh, but anyways, yeah. All right. So, war against the mafia is going great. By the way, the pizzeria shootout cost me my job. So now I'm unemployed. But she reaches into her bag and pulls out this stack of business cards. Here's my new blog. I'm still...
3: She sets them on the bar? Yeah. I knock them off.
0: <laughs> she looks at them as they flutter down to the ground. That's...
3: I mean, I'll pick sure. them up and put them out when you throw your coffee away.
2: What is wrong with the coffee, Esther?
3: You can't bring other food and drinks into a food and drink establishment. It's a bar. It's a bar that's not making very much money right now. <laughs>
4: I mean it does Yes throw away your coffee It does say that on the Like on the door Like it's, it's right there And like Bill just points At the door And it Bill, says please when do you No outside food or drink
0: Are we really doing this right now? I'm just
2: saying She's also a broke blogger Cause she lost her job
3: Okay, whose side are you on?
2: I'm Switzerland.
3: (laughs) I don't think that you are. All
4: right, so let's let's go over what we need to talk about. Because as pleasant as this experience is, uh, I think we would all rather be Somewhere else? Yes. Out of each other's company. Not not the not the normal crew. What you got, Hugh Jackman? How about you shut your mouth? Not, uh, I don't care.
3: So my guess is even though you lost your job, you're still investigating things, right? (laughs) What do you know about the missing kid?
0: (laughs) Which one? There's a long list.
3: Well, what do you know about any of them?
0: From what I can tell, a lot of them are coming from... Not great homes, like kind of abusive situations. Uh,
3: so do you think they're being taken out to be protected?
0: I mean, I don't know. No. Uh, who, would, who would be taking them out? It's not the system, because it's basically kidnapping. So well, if we it's, all know the
3: system's broke.
0: I mean, if you think it's somebody altruistic... And it's obviously somebody working outside the system. Uh, me personally, I think these kids just ran away. Do you know anything about the
2: Rat Pack?
0: Is that Oh, up? yeah, you did get a text. I was like, you don't know about that, uh, but you do know.
2: The the what? Uh, rat Pack, group of children gathering up other lost children or children that are abused. Hmm. I- Very, like, Robin Hood style, I guess. She. Where are you pulling this information from?
0: Nowhere. She'll set her coffee nail on the the counter, and she, like, reaches into her bag and pulls out a thing. She doesn't miss a
3: beat, and she picks it up and puts it behind the
2: bar. (sighs) And then pulls out a coffee cup and pours. Yes. A
0: glass of coffee. Could you make that caramel macchiato, please? She reaches into her bag and pulls out a... Uh,
3: Esther grabs some... What what alcoholic Baileys. beverage would you put in a coffee? Bailey's.
2: Baileys. Baileys. Yeah.
3: She grabs some Bailey's and dumps it in there. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guess I'm drinking early this morning. But she pulls out a, a pen and a pad and starts writing down Rat Pack. I'll look into it. She closes it. I haven't... I haven't heard about the Rat Pack.
3: Why would all these kids be running away at the same time? Like, it's like a pattern.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know weird things happen in the city. In fact, we might be the only people who know weird things happen in this city. So I, I don't know. I don't know why they would be disappearing. Maybe, I don't know, maybe this Rat pack thing is stealing them I don't I don't know but I do know this everything weird that happens in the city goes back to the mafia Jimmy the Butcher Carmine Giuseppe Mayor Corallo it's all connected to them
3: when's the last time you heard from well I guess you don't hear from them but what do you know about where they're at at this point
0: (laughs) they're all over I mean, they have been kind of quiet since they shot Pip Hamill at the Mayoral Mm -hmm. debate. I mean, they're they're always moving in the shadows. They gotta be doing something. Gotta be planning something.
3: But you don't know. You don't have any leads.
0: I mean, I have I have a few leads. A couple of warehouses. uh, A couple of capos.
4: Uh, do you do you have anything on Jimmy the Butcher? Hmm.
2: Nah, no, he hasn't showed his ugly head in a while. Yeah. Do you think he could be dead? Who? Like, uh, like if the mafia thought he was a problem and just made him disappear?
0: Jimmy the Butcher was a zealot for the mafia. There's no way they would have killed him. She kind of thinks for a little bit. No, there's no way. All right.
4: So um, the last order of business is that
0: we found. Is there anyone in the bar? No. James in the back. He hasn't come out. He's just moving boxes and okay. doing stuff. So, I'll speak a little lower. We found
4: a portal into a room that has no exits besides a portal. I'm pretty sure it belonged to Jeremiah that was connected with the mafia. A portal like a like a like a door? Like a swirly portal in the sky that you step through and you're in another place. I don't even know if it's in the same dimension. And it was a
0: a, a room with no exits. How'd y'all get out?
4: With the, the portal that allows us in is the same portal that allows us out. Where is this? Um, well, we have to rub this stone Right.
2: And then we have to chant three times oh, and jump up and down and ask for the rain to come down.
0: I would love to see you do that. But I'm not doing that. She reaches, grabs her coffee, takes a sip. Oh god, I forgot. Bailey's no. Um We
4: we accessed last time we accessed it we were here.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: We've we've been there one time and we were in here whenever we activated it but nothing was there there was there were no clues there was just this symbol and i like show show her the symbol there was this symbol on the table and on the stone
0: the domino so you do you hold up the domino to show it yeah okay She, you kind of see, like, the blood drain out of her face for a second. Um, She clears her throat. That's the, uh, damn, you are deep in this, aren't you? That's the symbol of the cabal. Super secret, inner circle, dark, dark mafia stuff everything that happens in the city goes back to the cabal. I don't... She, like, runs her hair over her head and messes with her ponytail. Just, <laughs> I didn't know if y'all were ready for this type of stuff.
2: Yeah. We're ready. Um, it happened. We ran through a portal
0: and we didn't realize what was going to happen, and here we are. So 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 in this room did you see anybody? Was it, was anybody there? Carmine, Jimmy. No, Corallo. No, nobody was there. There were spots for people
4: though. There were like There was a table and there was chairs surrounding it.
2: But how many chairs? 6 five,
0: 5 5 5 chairs. She tells you. 5 5 chairs. Okay, so we got Carmine, we got Corallo, we got Jimmy. We got two others.
4: Jeremiah would have been one.
0: The Golden Flamingo Casino guy, mm-hmm. the guy who died. Yes. Yeah. That's where we got the domino. Oh. And she looks at you, and a sudden realization comes over her, putting together that he died, and you have something that belongs to him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't laugh in game. Yeah, <laughs> he's just very stone-faced. Yeah, I killed that man. Uh, and I do it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is so five people. said... So Jeremiah would have been the fourth. Yeah, that makes sense. Wonder the fifth would have been. This is a huge, this is a huge clue. And you say there was nothing else in the room.
4: There were there curtains on the walls?
2: I mean, the walls were brick and there were curtains, but there were no windows behind the curtains. It was just brick. And I, um, tried to shoot through the brick and it didn't work.
0: Don't you own, like, a software engineer company? You, I mean, looking at you, you don't look like much. But surely you must be smarter than just walking around, just shooting. You shoot up a pizzeria? You shoot at a wall? I think you have a problem, man. But anyways. I want to go. I know you said you looked it over. I know you say you look for clues and all of that. But I don't mean to brag, but I'm the best damn investigative reporter in this city. So, uh. Former. Unemployed. <laughs> damn. Wow. Way to kick a girl while she's down. She takes another sip. God
4: dang. Hey, Bailey's. So, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's what's going through my mind. We went last time, and nobody was there. They may have known we were there, but we're not dead. What happens if we open this portal, go through it, boom, the cabal is sitting there, and we just run into them? What happens then?
0: I mean, you took care of one already. Do I have any explosives? I mean, this bag has a lot of stuff. (laughs) she pats her messenger bag just like open the portal throw a grenade through it
4: <laughs> wait a few seconds yeah i mean I, I i'd go back in i prefer to have the team just in case things go down um, but I, I couldn't just expect them to risk their lives so if if, if they're willing to go back in do you want to you don't want to go in by yourself I mean, I was doing this by myself way before I met y'all, so... I if you go in there by yourself and just get killed, then you're not used to us anymore. So, probably shouldn't let that happen. It's nice
0: to know you care about me. Yeah.
2: I know, it's nice to know that Bill has a heart. It's been a... It's been a long while. We really wondered for a while if he had a heart, a soul.
3: <clears throat> I mean, we've already been risking our lives up to this point.
4: Um, should we talk to Faye?
0: Yeah, where is she anyways?
3: Yeah, All I know is I think she's a little tied up.
0: Well, as well, soon what as... I mean... <laughs> as soon as Not you say you that, think. through the... Uh, Faye, are you bringing them here?
1: I guess I have to.
0: Okay. I have, I have so you Can't just leave five children.
1: Yeah, I guess I have to.
0: Okay, so as soon as you say, like, where's Faye? You hear... Ding, and then coming in through the door is Faye. And then a kid. And then another kid. And three more kids walk in. Faye walks into Morty's bar with five kids behind her, all in various stages of being dirty and holding Walmart bag, not Walmart bags, small Mart bags with, uh, various clothes and things in it. Um,
1: Faye turns around to the group. Okay, everyone, I need you to all take your seats in that back booth, and I will get everybody burgers, fries, and some drinks, and I'll be right back. And then she, like, walks past everyone without making eye contact at all, walks back to James and, like, shouts through the little, is there, like, an opening <laughs> door? Mm-hmm. Shouts to that, James, I need four burgers, four orders of fries, and then um, I'll get their drinks. And, like, turns around and gets, Children. there's five. Yeah, I, there I need stuff. five burgers <laughs>
0: <and>
2: five orders <laughs> X-Men just
1: doesn't get anything. <laughs> uh, five burgers and five orders mm-hmm. of fries. I'll get their drinks. Turn around, fills up, like, five cokes. Goes and sets them down with the boys. Five mokes. No, cokes. <laughs> <laughs> we know Ben. Fuck. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Look. laughs> um, and then, like, walks over, walks over to everyone. And is like, hey, guys.
0: Hey, hey, Mary Poppins. Sir. I hey, see you up, got Mother some Goose. orphans.
1: I'm
3: not Mother Goose. Mary Poppins didn't take care of orphans.
0: I don't know how much
4: that that. Is Is this like shit. a field trip for your school or something? Or, she doesn't uh,
3: teach that age.
4: Uh, are you supervising? And that, Why do you have
0: five children? Yeah, I think you found whoever's kidnapping the kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <kind of> funny. <laughs> the May... Faye speaks slowly, but I'm not going to on the podcast. Um, they may have been hiding in the forest because they're homeless. And me and Lisa may have had a bit of an altercation, and I may have promised them a home.
0: And she grins may very big has at Esther. promised
1: them a home. I 100% promised them a home. That's what I thought. But we'll build another one.
2: Out of what plants and vines?
1: Hey, my plants and vines are great. Okay.
2: Okay, and then we're gonna add some. Well, soil if you too. were gonna do that, you could have just left in the
0: forest. Okay,
1: not the point, everyone.
0: Hey, well, uh, now that she's here, can we go? And
3: well, we're just gonna leave these kids unattended in a bar.
0: I mean, they've been by the look of them, they've been living on their own for a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not Thank with you, access to alcohol. We'll put James in charge. Let's go out back.
0: Sounds great to me. Let's go. She hops up and starts walking because she has snuck into this bar before. She opens the kitchen door and like walks through. And uh,
3: she's been through this bar before, but not since it's been rebuilt.
0: Yeah, but there wasn't any damage, like in the uh, like in the kitchen.
3: <laughs> Fine.
0: She she walks through and James is like, "Oh, hey, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, you can't." She's not listening.
3: James, just ignore. Her. Oh, hey boss.
0: Okay, so all four of you walk out.
3: Esther talks to him about the charges. <laughs> okay. That's what we
0: call them Uh he looks through the window at the, the five kids waiting expectantly for their burger fries and shakes. He's like We
3: didn't offer shakes. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't okay, whatever. <laughs> I would eat burgers, fries and shakes. Yeah, uh know. uh I mean, where 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 are you going, boss? how long how long am i babysitting
3: just hold down the fort
1: as they're talking faye's like talking to the boys like she didn't walk out with the group she's like talking to the boys like there's a guy named james he's gonna keep an eye on you he's gonna bring you your burgers and fries i will be back and like looks right at x-men and, like, and make you're, sense. you're coming back? I'm coming back. I just have to run an errand with my friends, and then I'll be back, and we will get y'all home.
0: Okay. They just sit there.
1: Don't worry. Burgers and fries. So great. Drink your Cokes.
0: you welcome. Okay, you go out to the back alley. Linda's crossing her arms, very impatient. All right, where's the Where's the thing? Where's the portal? Will you hold your horses? So Bill um, just pulls out the... The Domino with the symbol on it and rubs his thumb And then there's a Clap of thunder and a portal Opens up you see these mists Swirling inside of it this purplish Dark hue She Uh, looks at it Whoa That was unexpected Ladies first (laughs) And I jump through the portal (laughs) Okay And she jumps through with you um, all five of you pass through, you come into the room, it's just as you left it, the chairs are pushed up, the table's there, and immediately Linda starts looking behind the curtains, basically doing what you did whenever you first came here, looking behind the curtains, finding the, the stone wall behind it. Uh, she pulls out the chairs, looks underneath the table, starts going over every inch of the place. What are y'all doing?
3: Standing watching her
2: (laughs) Hey guys, I got an idea Now that we have five people We can all sit in the chairs And see if something happens What do you think that's gonna do? I don't know, maybe a giant orb will float up From that symbol in the middle And, you know, it'll be like Welcome to the Cabal meeting I don't know
0: You watch too much Game of Thrones (laughs) But I do think he has a good idea, let's sit down It's not the worst idea I've ever had Wait Linda sits down
1: Great, that's great, lending And she sit. put
0: she puts her feet up on the cabal table.
1: I have five children up there waiting for me to return. I can't just sit here not knowing when we're going to be back.
2: We're gonna be back soon. It we're would We're not be like wanting like...
1: to sit for like a. But what it's if good it transports us somewhere?
2: It won't. Don't even need to worry that about before that. Before you came through the portal.
1: Well, I didn't really come through willingly. You didn't really. Well, I mean, I step fine. through. It's okay. fine. It's just.
2: <sighs> It'll be fine. I mean, plus, James is there. He's holding down the fort. I mean, what. We what all know how mentally stable
0: James is.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: It's, that was great.
3: Harsh. Well, at least Mohammed picked him up every
0: day. It's yeah. true. Great. Are we sitting down?
3: I mean, you are.
0: I don't well, know. Obviously. Are we. <laughs> just
4: I don't know what I'm saying. but
3: Esther pulls out the chair and sits down.
4: I sit down.
2: Brenda has is already sitting.
0: On the floor. <laughs> Faye.
1: Faye begrudgingly sits down.
0: Okay. Wait for a second. Linda kind of, like, takes her feet off the table and, like, leans forward and, like, squinches her eyes, listening. And you hear a movement. Coming from all around you, you like kind of turn your head. There's no portal opening. And then the floor beneath you kind of shakes. And then behind the curtain, you hear a crack. And then on the other side, you hear a crack. And all of a sudden the curtains are like sucked out. And on the other side of this wall, you see those purplish swirling mists. And then more walls break. The curtains are sucked out. There is this vacuum of space that is drawing you out from the room. Um, the the very floor beneath you starts to deteriorate and crack and fall to pieces. The, the very room around you is falling apart like puzzle pieces being picked apart. And then as your little island of space is left with you all sitting at the table together, Linda looks up at the four of you and says, Shit. And then the floor beneath you disappears. The table disappears. You all float away into the mist. End it of episode.
3: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: And that's it for this week's episode of Conceptions. We will be back with our next episode on October 15th. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us there, get up-to-date information about the show, or you can just talk to us because we are friendly people. And don't forget to support us on either iTunes or on Patreon. One is more cost-effective than the other, but we appreciate both equally. City of Mist is an RPG created by Sun of Oak Studios. You can find more of their products at sunofoak.com. And if you want the core rulebook for your desk, you can use discount code MISTCONCEPTIONSFAN, all one word and all lowercase, for $5 off your purchase. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that is all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. We hope you enjoyed it. We're glad that you listened to us, and we're glad that you are part of our podcast family. Keep it nerdy, y'all.